another episode of the Weekly Shop podcast with Anya Magliano and Harry Monaghan. I thought I was going to sneeze then. I, that would have been so good if I opened the podcast with a sneeze. <laughs> that would have been... Would it have been good? I think it would have probably been edited out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because we're professional these days. Yeah, in a way we are. If you've got this far to this episode, you probably think we're the best, best podcast. The greatest. <laughs> We're the greatest podcast in the world, baby. Okay, um, what's up? <laughs> I'm good. Shall I tell you what I've been eating? Yeah. Because this is shop shopping related. And it's also all I've been doing is eating foods at home. Been eating shreddies. What do you think of that? It doesn't surprise me from you because um, you're a pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh How's that been? Are they? They're not. They've not got sugar on them, do they? They not. So I put some honey on them. You just raw dog them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is mad. To eat Shreddy's raw dog is insane. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like you almost can't swallow them. Fucking um, wait. I'm not. Gw- no, no, no. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was going to do a reference. Let me remember what his name is. Wim Hof. <laughs> <laughs> the ice man yeah the guy who goes in the ice hot, hot bath you know he would be eating his shreddies raw dog you reckon yeah maybe 100%, 100%. straight out of the packet crunching them down crunching them down in the big ice bath <laughs> yeah why have you started doing that are you trying to connect with like a childlike part did you eat them when you were a kid no i'll tell you why i got them i didn't even buy them my girlfriend bought them from one of those delivery things, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think we've mentioned them on one of these bloody podcasts and, <laughs> or maybe more than one, but cause I've never done it, but I got this and they had very limited options. So we got shreddies. Right. And you know what? I've been eating them. Breakfast. Yeah. Lunch. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Drink. <laughs> Glug down that milk. Yeah, so that's what I, I've been having that. Um, that's my shopping. That's nice. I'm happy for you about Thanks. the shreddies. <laughs> Thanks. It, it's just, I think it's just like a nice change. I, pr- I probably will never buy a new packet, but that's what I've been eating. Oh, so now. you've only got through one packet and you've I've decided got... it's good enough for an anecdote. <laughs> I've only got one packet. Oh. And I won't be buying another one. I'll tell you that for free. So you hate them is what you're saying. No, I think they're good for one packet. And then I'll be this moving on to... This is such a lack of opinion. Moving on to something else, maybe a Rice Krispie. Do you want to know what I ordered online? If we can count it as a shop because uh, it's nothing to do with food, but when you add it to cart online, yeah. it is technically shopping. Yeah. It's a poster okay. of a musician slash band. Can you guess who it oh, is? Okay, this is a good game. Yeah. A musician slash band. Yeah, I mean, it's. I guess it's a band. It is a band. I was just trying to, like, curveball you. Okay, you've got a poster of a band. I've reckon, ordered it, it's coming. I reckon, this is tough. Who would you get a poster of? Because it's quite mad that you've got a poster of a band coming. Bear in mind that I've got some bare walls in my room and there's, like, some nails left in, so I was like, I do need to get some stuff on this. Um, yeah. And then 
I was listening to some of the music of this band and it made me just feel so happy and nice in a way that like I listened to them a bit when I was younger and I was like oh fuck I love this band so much I want to express it on my personality wall yeah well my head cannot get away from 1D right now One Direction <laughs> no 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 is it that's like not that. the vibe you've gone for okay well, it could be... Imagine if I tried to bring someone back to, as a single lady, I tried to bring someone back to my room and there was... I mean, this maybe isn't that far off from that, actually, <laughs> the truth. I mean, it would be quite funny. Yeah, it would be It would be jokes, as they say. As Yeah, that's what they say. Okay, well, if it's not 1D, then it's got to be um, the... Does it start with the? Yeah. The, the Beatles. Yes. Yes. They're a good band. <laughs> They're good. I've heard of them. Biggest band in the world, I would say. <laughs> Biggest band in the world. Yeah, because hey. I just do actually remember you said that you um, watched their film and you liked it. So that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting really remember. into the Beatles at the moment. Uh, <laughs> do you think that's good for my personality? Yeah, I think I went for a phase of listening to the Beatles. And All right, it's not, phase, it's, a phase. <laughs> it's not a phase, mum. It's not a phase, mum. It's a phase, but that doesn't that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Well, I what's your favorite song? <sighs> Shall I tell you what mine is? My I know my favorite song though, but I don't I think it's a weird oh no, do you know I haven't I cannot stop listening to Hey Jude. Oh no. <laughs> On repeat at the moment. And I really wish uh, I could sing it in karaoke, but in a way where everyone wants me to be singing that song and everyone's singing along, and no one's like, This is so long and indulgent. And also it really sometimes if I'm like a little bit on the edge it does make me nearly cry but my actual favorite song is drive my car oh baby you can drive my car do 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 it's such a good song that's yeah I feel like that's like an advert song my favorite song is yesterday oh fuck off that's so good you depressed or something mate (laughs) the thing about yesterday is it's like maybe the most well-known one but I think it's because it's the best one this is a new, actually, this is a thing we can talk about, even though we don't have loads of time. I uh, was doing, also been listening to the Rolling Stones. Um, I've just realised that I don't have to try and make myself like new music too much. I can just go back and listen to the old stuff and enjoy it. Um, and I was listening to the Rolling Stones on like shuffle of a playlist of loads of their songs. And the ones that I really liked, I then looked up, like was reading about them and they were all the ones that were their most popular um, and I hadn't heard a lot of them before. And I was like, do you know what? Maybe popular music is popular for a reason. This is really boring. <laughs> but I was just like, isn't that funny? Like there is something inherent about that song that means it appeals to more people. Yeah, it's not just the one that was like promoted the most. Yeah. No. This episode, hey, hey Anya, this episode is starring a great comedian. Don't <laughs> roll your eyes at my intro. <laughs> hey, this is starring the great comedian, Joz Norris. And honestly, he's, you know, sorry, his Edinburgh show when we were all allowed to be there. Amazing. Maybe the best of the whole festival. So good. And he was a brilliant guest. Wouldn't you say so, Anya? He was a fantastic guest. And what a basket. You want to be strapped in for this one. Lots of nostalgia. Absolutely loved this episode. Um, So I think the only thing left to say is... Let her rip. (laughs) 
welcome to the podcast, Jos Norris. Thank you Hello. for coming on. No um, pleasure. How has your day been so far? It's been all right. I've um, I've done a big walk because my girlfriend at the moment is doing a job where she has to get up at half five every day. Uh, and I try to then sleep, but it often doesn't work. So today I went for a big walk around the park and that's been it. That's been what I've done. That's really impressive. But first, you said my girlfriend at the moment... And were you talking about yes, the job sorry. that she's doing yeah, the, at the moment? The, the or clause, the... <laughs> it's not clear. At the moment, she's doing this particular job. It's not okay. the, the late nights are making me go, right, I, I need to rethink this. This is only temporary um, for no, sure. No, currently she's doing a job that involves a lot of early starts. So it means I get to walk around in the mornings, which is quite fun. I'm very tired, though. Great. That's exactly the energy we want you to be bringing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah because this is the, a rare morning record. Um, oh, when do you normally do We've been doing a lot at lunchtime. We've done them in the nice. past in the evenings. Nice. Oh, series yeah. one, they were mostly in the evening. Sort of a late night vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Though, actually, this reminds me, um, I don't know his name, but I'm pretty sure there was like a drama practitioner or director, theatre director, who used to make his actors go for like a five mile run or like a 10 mile run before rehearsals so, so that they were so worn down that they just gave him everything because they didn't have the energy to put up their walls. So oh, that's kind of like that. what we've done with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got the pure kind of like broken mix. That's like all the kind of Gollier shit of like, I'm going to destroy you and tell you how shit you are and then that will help you fight. And I, you know, a lot of the people who come out of that are very funny and very good. So it must do something. But I do look at a lot of that and go, this is horror. There's no need for this. We're just being unpleasant. Yeah, I'd rather just keep my personality, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm fine with it. I'll keep the barriers exactly where I want them. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you walk on your morning walks? Do you just go around nature? I went around Regent's Park this morning because I, I do a little walk and wow. I end up in Regent's. And then, uh, but they've moved the monkeys. You know, there's um, there's two gibbons <laughs> that used to be in a in a cage that you can see from the park. There's a bit of free zoo. Yeah. yeah, and they've uh, they've moved them. They're over on the other side of the park. And I used to go and try and see them most days. Um, well, this is a podcast um, all about shopping. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going into one of my silly intros today. Right. Straight in. Bash it Straight out. In. We like Drop to in. sort Done. of open by asking you just what kind of shopper you think you are. What is your vibe in the aisles? Are wow. you looking for bargains or are you a list man? Or I, I have to confess, my, my weekly shop now is done online. I oh, don't know yeah. if you guys are still very kind of go to the shops kind of people but i i switched in the middle of the pandemic obviously yeah. good time mm. to do it uh and it now means i have a very i think i've always had a very list uh oriented mm. approach to show i have a list sort of oriented approach to everything i have sort of lists of interesting ev ev everything that i'm going to do today and every conversation i'm going to have is sort of planned out about <laughs> days in advance all that um so i think i've always had that and then online shopping obviously really caters to that because yeah you can remove all instinct or impulse or like spontaneity yeah. or joy from the process completely you can go in and go i've got a list of stuff i'm going to type it in and that's it. That's all I'm getting. Um, so I think it's really kind of uh, pushed the the sort of obsessive, dry bits of my personality to the to the forefront while I'm shopping. <laughs> 
and I with don't get, I don't get swayed by stuff. I go in and I know what I want. Right. I come out with it. I'm See, actually because yeah. I go online as well, right? Right. I am maybe one of the rare cases where I'll click on the deals tab and Seriously? I, <laughs> I'll get what a lot of stuff that's in the deals tab and I'll try it out. Do you are you happy with what you with what you end up? Not always, let's right. be honest. I guess um, that's, the, that's the game. That's the risk, isn't it? I find I get quite annoyed by all the sort of suggestions of it. Because some of it is done by product where you'll, if you type in mushrooms, it will just show you a few mushrooms that they've got. And they go, which of these do you want? But if you type in <laughs> a brand, like if you type in Shreddies, it will then take you to like the Kellogg's page and it will, and it will then break down all the different deals going on on Kellogg's at the moment, even though I typed in, shreddies and i knew exactly what i want so it then tries to kind of it thinks it it can predict your behavior yeah and i i feel quite proprietorial of the fact that i i don't want my behavior predicted by an algorithm i want it completely <laughs> controlled by me <laughs> yeah. so and then often it does the thing of like regular stuff that i often like to buy and then at the end it goes you didn't buy um yeah. these spring onions that you like to buy and that i get i get so cross about that because the reason i didn't buy them is because i'm not cooking anything with that in this week and i've like every it's all planned it's all very planned and i feel like the internet wants us to believe that we're creatures of instinct and i'm not <laughs> i resist it <laughs> every opportunity. i feel like it really remembers as well it's like oh I you you bought this one specific ingredient once for a recipe yeah. you're trying out two months ago and then it suggests it every time it's yeah. like i don't want celeriac all right <laughs> why not it's nice <laughs> i'm also um, i'm i'm very fad based in the way i eat i i you know uh, there'll be a thing that i get into for a while and i'll order it weekly and get very into it and then eventually it'll completely go but then the internet will say you don't seem to buy uh, Richmond sausages anymore. Do you want Richmond sausages? So then I feel also like I'm looking at this weird kind of warped carnival mirror of all my <laughs> past selves looking at me. And then I go, I'm not, I'm not that guy anymore. I feel like there's a lot of like nostalgia involved and a lot yeah. of sadness oh. and regret at just the passing of time. It's a really you... small experience session. <laughs> were you always, were you, did you have the same approach of like regimented uh, lists when you were going to shops in real life before you switched I, I, to online? I did, yeah. I would always have a, a piece of paper in my pocket and I would Ooh. cross things off as I go. Because Analog I, list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never done it on my phone. I, I, wow. I sort of just stuck with, there's something about the act of crossing out that I quite liked. And I also, I'm trying to think if I ever got swayed by a deal. Actually, I am very um, uh, manipulable for snacks, like sweet <laughs> snacks. That's yeah, the thing yeah. where when I see something, I'll go, I will get that. I will get a bag of sports mix or those cookies or whatever. Everything that's actual kind of like meal plan stuff. I, know right. I, won't, I won't step outside of what I've planned, but yeah. I can. I can get myself a treat. That's my Achilles heel, really. <laughs> I'm sad about it. I'm not proud of myself. I feel like I'd like better control than that, but it's not. Yeah, good. but that's not on you. That's on that's on big sugar, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't take blame for that. I always it's because they put it in such a good place where you've yeah. finished your shop and you're like, well, I deserve a reward <laughs> yeah. for completing this task. Give me some sugar, baby. All right, well, that leads us perfectly into our first segment, which right. is welcome regular. To it. Welcome to it. <laughs> do you do like a jingle for it? We might do a little uh, 
sound effect in post. Nice. Cool. Uh, no, we won't. Why are you saying till. that, Harry? <laughs> we won't do that. Yeah, like a cash We've never till. Done that. Oh, yeah, we'll do a cash, cash till. till. Yeah. Supermarkets have cash tills, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put in a green grocer shouting, tomatoes <laughs> for a fiver. I'm late for a pound, plums. Lovely plums, eight for a pound. <laughs> <laughs> So what are your regular weekly purchases? What can't you do without? Regular stuff. Uh, there's pretty much always a block of tofu in there because I now, I'm, I now have to be vegetarian. Um, so I moved in with my girlfriend last year and she is, she is a dairy-free pescatarian. Um, that's literally exactly what my girlfriend is. Really? Yeah. Does your girlfriend? Are you guys dating herself... the same? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what a way to find Yeah, out. she comes over at 5 30 a.m. and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I've, I've, I was a big meat or I think I was a really thoughtless meat eater. I didn't think of myself mm. as someone who was like, I love meat, but also it was in most of the things I ate. And right, I, yeah. I never really, and like, like if I was going to get a sandwich, it would be a ham sandwich or whatever. And there's no, yeah. it's just sort of quite mindless. And then I guess when you have to not eat it, first there's a real adjustment period of like, oh, this is going to be a faff because I have to unlearn everything and then relearn everything. And then gradually you start to learn that actually there's there's really good things you can do. Because I think mm. when you eat vegan type stuff, it really forces you to do more with like flavor because it all tastes like shit. Like all the food by yeah. itself tastes <laughs> yeah. of nothing. So you have to get more inventive with what you do with it. So we we pretty much every week, there'll be something that has tofu in it, which I hated for a long time. But yeah. then you learn how to do stuff with it. Um, so Are you getting like super firm? I'm getting super fat. I'm getting so so. Yeah. It's always Sainsbury's. I order from yeah. Sainsbury's, and they have a. Do you, do you know it? The green, the sort of green block. The oh, I know, I know. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I those... know it. Yeah, I don't know what to do with it. I'm like the rare um, crossover of someone who's like trying to be vegan without any cooking skills or right. intuition or ability. Um, so when you were saying about how everything tastes bad as it is. That's how I'm eating it, baby. You're, you're still, still there. Do you um? Do you know? Do you know Mira Soda? Do you have any Mira Soda cookbooks? I don't know what you just said. <laughs> she's a really good um uh chef. She does like mostly oh, veggie okay. and vegan stuff, and she's got a couple of cookbooks. There's one called East that's like Southeast Asian stuff. And oh yeah, I know. I I know. I think I can see the design of she's it in my great. mind. She's but... very good. I basically cook exclusively stuff from those cookbooks because I have not much imagination. So when I find mm. the thing that works, I go, "Great, that will be it. That will be all I do." Okay. Um. So okay, that's I'll what the is for is whatever we're doing from her this week. <laughs> um, so I do a block of that. Uh, what else is in there? Special K red berries is in there most <laughs> most weeks. Are you doing the bikini competition? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that was that is that them that had the advert yeah, where? I think so. What was it? I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was a swimsuit. Yeah, it was and like, it was the like red a swimsuit. Yeah, with a tape yeah. measure around the waist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you eat, was it you have to eat a, three bowls a day? It, that was, <laughs> it was it was your meal. The, your, all your meals have to be special K, and then you'd look good in a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is not true. I think you'd be <laughs> ill. Like pretty ill. You have to constantly eat it <laughs> non-stop. <laughs> 
I can't remember what I think their thing was like. Oh, this is the healthiest breakfast you ha- you can have, ladies. So if you yeah. want to get in that bikini, you better be eating this cereal. Um, <laughs> it's one of those like insane things that's dated quite quickly. I think like Yorkie not being for girls. Yeah, where yeah. you kind of look back and you're like. Hmm, that was on the packaging all the time. That's insane. They sort of, didn't they try and kind of own that a bit? And then the adverts were like girls going into news agents in disguise and trying to get their Yorkie or so. Like I feel like it yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Of empowered the women a little bit to be like, you can do it as long as you're in disguise. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, it was it right. was it was fifth wave feminism, I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were actually were. Being really smart. <laughs> <laughs> So I get special K. What do you remember? It's mostly a nostalgia thing, special K red berries. Because do you remember a product called Special K Bliss from no. maybe no, two thousand seven ish? It was Special K uh, red berries, but with uh, little yogurty clusters in it. Oh, and yes, I do remember that. I do yes, remember. Yes, there you go. Um, so that was that was my my breakfast of choice for about. I don't know, three, four years-ish. I'd have that most of the time. And then yeah, I think it got phased out. And I think I moved on for a while. I think I tried other breakfasts for a bit. Yeah. Uh, and then more recently went back to it and found out it didn't exist anymore. And then, you know, when you, you find out you can't get a thing that was in your childhood anymore and you just feel like you have to replace it with the next best thing. Do you remember Fiendish Feet? Oh, no, you were there when we talked about this. And Me? You, fiend, yeah, Fiendish Feet Yogurts at that gig the other day. I was not... There. Well, the one at Aces and Eights. Yeah, the one at, I think after you left, we talked about fiendish feet yogurts. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, thank God. I thought you were bitching about me. So no. good to know you're just talking about yogurts. <laughs> no, I, I don't, don't remember, remember that. That's what we talk about when you leave. When you leave <laughs> um, it was like a, a, a brand of yogurt where the pot was shaped like a little spooky guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this at one all. One was a Frankenstein's monster, and he was called like Franken banana or whatever yeah classic vampire and he was called count strawberry stuff like that and the whole pot was shaped in the The whole pot it had little feet that's why they were called so it had little feet and then the pot was the their body was the pot and then it had a face drawn on and then you could save them afterwards and use them as little toys uh and they don't exist anymore and it costs 20 pounds to buy one (laughs) used pot on ebay there's a real kind of nostalgia market around them it doesn't sound like a lot but when you think about it was probably 50p for six. It's it's ballooned. It's That's inflation. Up. That's yep. inflation That's in the life. world. I, yeah, I can't remember those at all. Were they, oh, okay. um, were they like, oh, that was just, I was going to say, were they marketed for kids, but <laughs> stupid <laughs> question. It's a really adult product. <laughs> Businessmen on their way yeah, to work. Kind of <laughs> eating out of Dracula's head. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, they're nothing to do with it. But the, my point is, there's a there's a real kind of um, I get a lot of uh, a lot of weird attachment to stuff that I used to like. So I don't even know if I love Special K red berries that much, but it reminds me of a thing I used to do. So I what, that. What I thought of when you were saying that was that if you were eating Special K Bliss really consistently and then you stopped and it got phased out, yeah. you might have been the last person. <laughs> Shit, yeah, yeah, I might well have been propping the whole thing up. Because I yeah. loved it. That would be that would be in the shop every single week. And I can't remember why I I can't remember what I moved on to. Maybe boiled eggs. Love <laughs> a boiled egg. Yeah. Oh, I Pro- love an egg. An eggs in your hit. <laughs> oh, eggs. Yeah, eggs are always in there. You can do a lot eggs. with an egg. Oh but yeah. I I I thought I um I didn't plan for eggs being one of the things I was 
going to go you into it because I thought about... probably everybody, I'm sure everyone comes on here and talks about eggs, you know? We have had a lot of eggs. Um... Yeah, like saying loo roll, coming on and saying I always get loo roll. And you'd go, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, that's true. We don't have to talk about eggs. Don't worry. We won't force you to. <laughs> but they are in there, obviously. I don't want people listening to this to be like, didn't mention eggs. <laughs> wow, this guy thinks he's better than us because he doesn't <laughs> eat eggs. <laughs> what else is in there? Silver Moki. Do you guys know Silver Moki? Like the little red bean treats. No. Oh. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> what is Something Silver else, Moki? Silver Moki is um, a brand of white wine that oh, <laughs> does that I have. I know nothing about wine. But now I, I thought it was it's good to learn one thing. So uh, I, I started doing proper meal plans last year in my, with my old housemate. We started doing online orders and she knew nothing about wine, but knew that it's got a fish on it. It's got like a very prominent fish on the label. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She saw it once and went, I'll try that. It's got a fish on it and then mm. drank it and went, that was nice. And now I know that I can just always say to myself, I know that Silver Moki's good. So we always got that. Uh, put it in the basket and then I drank it and went that is that is fine that is good wine and I've continued that on because my girlfriend also doesn't know anything about (laughs) but drinks it a bit so I was like there's this bottle of wine that Sainsbury's do that I know is okay so it's become it's the only reliable fact I know about wine is if you get silver mochi it will be all right everybody's gonna say that's that's I mean they're not even gonna notice it so that's always in there (laughs) how do you spell mochi in that context M-O- K-I, I think. Okay. Because I was thinking of M-O-C-H-I, which I never know Ooh. how to say. What's that? Um, it's a Japanese, uh, like, pudding almost. It's like a little rice. It's like a little ball. And inside right. it's got red bean paste. Um, oh. And the outside is made of, like, oh. like gelatin. Not like, it's not made of gelatin, but it's, like, squishy and... Um, it's like a little, it's almost like eating someone's cheek, I would say, Ooh. but in a nice way. Um, so that's what I thought you were talking about. And I was like, that is so decadent to be getting that every week. They are really good. <laughs> they no, are really them. good. <laughs> they were in Yo Sushi for a long time, which used to be my oh. favorite spot when I was a, a young girl. Um, my dad was always take me to Yo Sushi and they always had them on the dessert menu. But they're just in like all Japanese supermarkets. They're like little balls and they're like a little bit dusty with um with flour. Anyway, that's not even in your basket. So there's good, no actually. point. No, but maybe yeah. I'll put it in. Yeah, I'll yeah, try yeah, it and yeah. I like it, then I'll do it. I had never heard of the silver flavour, so I was like, wow. We've, usually they're like uh, matcha or plain and I was like silver <laughs> that's crazy I think with wine it's either where you and I are at where it's like we know nothing yeah all the people all people have it as their only personality trait yeah yeah I think There's you no choose between. to either not engage or or get really into it I think as long as Go you just in. need one thing you just need Something that you go, that, we'll do that, and then we know that we're going to be happy with it. And then yeah. Anything beyond that. I mean, I don't really drink it enough to care, but <laughs> I feel like if you're always asking for, like, what's your what's your cheapest wine or whatever, then, then you start to kind of build a reputation of people go, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about and mm. he's an idiot. So you've got, to, you've got to know enough that you can say something and look like maybe you're a connoisseur. Are you into wine, Harry? I'm, I feel like no. No, I, I, you know, I drink it. I quite like it, but I couldn't tell the difference between the different types, you know. What about red yeah. and white? <laughs> red and white. 
I can, but I actually yeah. did this uh, like a, a blind taste thing and I couldn't tell the difference between rosé and white. Really? Yeah, yeah, same. It's harder than you think when you can't see it. The difference is in the colour. <laughs> which which was better? Probably the white, but I don't really, again, I feel like even when I was tasting them, I was like, these taste the same to me. Basically. A blind taste test is quite a... Quite a fancy thing to do if you're not into wine, isn't it? How yeah. Are you doing it? <laughs> well, it wasn't like an official thing. It was, shit, just, it was just like at home, you know? All uh, oh, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was with well, your I, girlfriend, Jos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 5.30am. I, 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 <laughs> I was actually in France when I did it, and we just like did it for a laugh. Nice. With, like, That's classic like, lads' holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Blind taster. <laughs> um, fun. Yeah. I mean, a those lot of the rest kids. is, um, yeah, yeah. Those are the ones where we go, we're going to have, oh, ginger. We always get ginger. Cool. Which and I never you... used to do. That's a new thing for this year again. But that's, a, I think that's again related to trying to be veggie. If you add gingers to stuff, it, it tastes great. And do you finish your gingers? Because I feel like gingers never. is the thing that's always lingering. Never. It's always <laughs> sort of moulding. Also, Sainsbury's have this incredibly annoying thing where you, if you add ginger to your basket, it says, it only does it with ginger. It doesn't happen with anything else, but it says, do you want um, to order this per item or per kilogram? And if you order per item, it will then add five pounds onto your bill because it assumes you'll want five pounds of it. And then on the day, it will rewrite your bill for how much they actually gave you. But very often, somewhere in between ordering it and it arriving, somebody at the depot gets confused and thinks you ordered a kilogram of it. And you then have oh a kilogram of ginger on the door and have to go through the process of returning all but one bit. So what I often do actually is keep sneak one out of the basket and then ask for them to refund the entire thing. Say, you've sent us too much ginger. I didn't want any ginger. And then I get it for free. Wow. That is a sort of hack that That's I like. A, yeah, too. it's a bit of a life yeah. hack. So actually, yeah, you can get around it if you always click on kilogram, I guess. I've never done it on purpose, but now right. I have started... <laughs> figuring out how to do it maybe yeah. i'll maybe i'll just do it that way i feel like doing it not on purpose though gives you the sort of moral confidence yeah a bit of deniability to you know yeah there has been a mistake a bit of somewhere, truth around so it. i might yeah, as well yeah. profit from the mistake whereas yeah. if i'm doing it on purpose then i am i'm just uh i'm just being a naughty boy ginger thief yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow what a great what a, a eclectic basket I would say. Um, Thanks. Right. Yeah. I didn't say it was a compliment. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay, we'll move proud, on. Yeah, you were so ready to take it. Um, we'll move on to our next segment. This segment is called The 1%. Welcome to it. We oh. welcome our guests to the segments because yeah. we're polite, unlike nice some podcasts. <laughs> you doing another jingle? Another noise? Cash till? Mm. Yeah, cash till again. Yeah. This segment is called The 1%. What is the most unique thing on your shopping list where you think you're in the top 1% of people who buy it? Well, I, the thing I've chosen for this round, I am actually not very confident in because I think maybe it's a more basic uh, product than I believe it to be. But I am so uh, hooked on this product that I feel like maybe I'm in the, the top 1% of people right. who really care very strongly about this product. Uh, but the product is a six pack of Muller Fruit Corners. <laughs> wow. Which, now I've said it, I feel embarrassed by it. 
because no, I, no, no, um, no, no, no. I feel like maybe normally this round is for people with really kind of um, highfalutin tastes, or you know, and I, I feel like the Muller Fruit Corner is maybe a more route one thing. But I just, I've, I feel actually like they have fallen by the wayside, um, and I feel like at one point though it was a very sort of mainstream yogurt yeah. that we all mm. enjoyed as kids and i feel like there's not much affection for it anymore and i feel like i'm really fighting to to preserve it so i, I wanted to bring it to this round on a point of principle really i guess yeah yep well i i do think it's one of those nostalgia items like yeah. i never get them but if in my shop and it turned up and there were some muller corners i would be absolutely ecstatic with that they're fucking great i'll have one after every lunch and after every dinner. So I'll get through a packet of six in, in three days. Wow. So the, mm. the second half of the week is always sort of bereft because <laughs> I rush through them <laughs> too quickly, really. And I'll also I'll alternate flavors because you can get one which is um, three peach, three strawberry, and one which is three cherry, three black currants. No mm. black oh, wow. Raspberry. So I'll sort of alternate that on a week-by-week -week basis. Um, and I think there's, I think too many people... Uh, get very excited about crunch corners now. I feel like the crunch corner, I remember the crunch corner coming in. Mm. I remember it being the sort of the new, the new kids and I was not happy about it then. And then it- Really? Was, even, you didn't even like it when it first came out? I was fucking furious about it because I loved the fruit corner. I was a huge fan <laughs> of a fruit corner and I didn't like, I didn't think texture, and I still think this, I don't think texture is as exciting as flavor. And they sort of introduced <gasps> oh, the crunch corner- Huge as sort of like, take. I, 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 genu I genuinely believe it. I, I believe it particularly, I, I mean, I pretty much only believe it very strongly in <laughs> relation to corners, but I'm I'm happy to project it onto all my taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. kind of defend it. Uh, I, I, I never cared for them. And then people got very excited because they had chocolate in. So, you know, I think a lot of kids were hoodwinked mm. caring about the crunch corner. And these days, the fruit corner, I think, doesn't really get a look in. Even though it's about the mixing. The whole thing is the mixing. You can't. So really... do you mix it or do you have like a little bit of corn, a little bit, bit well, of yogurt? When I was a kid, I didn't understand what you were supposed to do. So I ate <laughs> yogurt by itself. And then I ate the fruit bit. And I was always like, the fruit bit's fucking great. Why is Like that? a chaser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I That's really... so funny. I never really got it. And then eventually found out you're supposed to mix them. But then even then didn't realize that you would that you can tip. So I was mm. sort of spooning yeah. one by one. And then eventually, probably around nine, ten, I learned actually how you're supposed yeah. to eat them. Um so yeah. It's a real mix. coming of age story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Innocence and experience and all that. Yeah. Um but I I do always leave one spoonful of um fruit for the end and that's always a that's a little gift to my childhood self i think yeah that's me not forgetting him and thinking there was always there was a little boy who yeah. loved to eat the fruit compote by itself so i'll always save a little spoonful for him yeah that's a way of carrying <laughs> and that's me, that's the beauty of the corner though isn't it because you can mm. eat it how you want you can yeah. yeah it's a little kind of choose your own adventure yeah whatever you want what do you do I actually don't mix it if I were to get it. And I'll, and I'll just back a little bit on the end of the spoon because I feel like... Oh, so you mix... On you the mix spoon. in the mouth. Mix in the oh, mouth, yeah. yeah. I think there's something oh. about... 
put so you put the spoon cool, in your man. mouth your, your your tongue almost touches the compote yeah first, so you get that full flavor but then you get the mouthful of yogurt which sort of neutralizes it so you're not having a full-on sweet hit and i think there's oh something about that God. that i really enjoy yeah that's really good you really basically i think the difference between you guys here is that jaws you're like willing to let let the world kind of run its course in the yogurt and you're like i'll take whatever yeah. i get whereas harry you're like i'm taking charge of my destiny in yeah. the yogurt pot and i'm controlling it which is um like the opposite way around to the supermarket because in the yeah. supermarket yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. i want to be in be charge kind of yeah but you like to cut loose in the yogurt and that makes yeah, that's sense my little you need kind to... of, that's the one area of my life where i get to just kind of play and let things happen and just uh... <laughs> Chaos, a little bit of chaos. <laughs> you got to have some in your life somewhere. I have it in the yogurt pot. Fucking hell, this is mad. I said to myself as I stir it in. Wow. Anything could happen. Yeah, that's perfect. What this has got you, quite do psychological. You, do you have any? Um, I don't have them often, but I do remember <clears throat> I would definitely be on team... Um, not that it is a war, but if we were going to war over it, I'd be with you, Jaws, like in the sense of I think I like the kind of uncertainty. And I think this principle applies to like anything with a topping, like porridge. I put loads of peanut butter in my porridge where you're like, mm. it's fun to sometimes get a small spoonful without the good bit and be like, oh, no, I didn't get. And then the next spoonful you get like 80 percent and you're like, hell yeah, yeah we're back. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because I'm quite an exciting girl, I guess. Yeah. yeah, sounds it. All right, should we have a, seg a segment? Welcome to it. It is called Product Recall. What is the one Ooh. item that you want banned from all supermarkets forever? Um, I'm going to ban Marmite, if that's oh all right. My god. Oh, my God. That's literally what last week's was as really? well. This is, the this only is time we know. The only Sorry time we've ever had two and two of the same thing. Oh my god! Please elaborate. Um, I think it's disgusting. I think it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> like I don't, I don't agree with the. Well, I mean, it's you can't just. It's difficult because they've built hatred into the marketing. So when you get upset about how bad it is. Yeah. It's it's like they've already called your bluff, and it's like yeah, well you either love it or you hate it, and um, it makes me feel physically sick. Like when I smell it, I retch and gag. Right. Yeah. And wow. I think that's really not okay. I think it's not okay that they've created a product that makes you physically vomit, <laughs> and they've just been like, oh, whatever. You just don't like it. Like, get over it. I think there's obviously something very wrong with it for it. To <laughs> <laughs> like it can't it's such a strong reaction and it can't just be me and mm. i i and i think they've tried to kind of laugh it off with the whole uh, the marmite effect thing. i mean yeah. it's very clever marketing they've yeah. done very well but i think that's part of the, like it's it's just ensconced now it's like you you can't have a a visceral reaction to it they've 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 kind of fireproofed themselves um mm. But I think it's I think it's really really horrible. And I was tricked um, when I was about <laughs> ten at a birthday party. My mum made my own birthday party, my tenth birthday party. My mum uh, made me a chocolate spread sandwich. She claimed, which was actually a marmite sandwich, and then made <gasps> me eat it in front of all my friends. And oh my I then gosh. 
cried and retched for a while and had to run inside and <laughs> my mouth out. I don't know why. I don't know why you would do that for your for your child's birthday. But uh, that's a that's a horrible prank. <laughs> it's fucking bad. <laughs> And that is the kind of thing that makes like a food dislike into a yeah. food hate, you know? Yeah. Well, it was already, yeah, it wasn't that she knew I didn't like Marmite and it already had that kind of like strong visceral reaction to it. But I guess yeah. now I also have a trauma associated with it. Yeah. So yeah. just generally, I can't bear to be around it. How much of it, how much of the sandwich did you eat? Because when you were talking about it, I was imagining it like the scene in Matilda where Mrs. Trunchbull oh, makes yes. him eat the whole <laughs> cake. Sorry, okay. I think. I mean, I must have realized pretty quickly. Yeah, because it's, it's pungent. Yeah, I don't think, I think I probably ate a big mouthful. I think I was probably really excited about this chocolate spread, shoved oh, yeah. it in, and then had to run off and excuse yeah. myself from my own party for a bit. So I didn't eat the whole thing. I've also That's heartbreaking. About, I don't know if it was the same part. Yes, no, I've remembered, and this actually slightly explains it a bit more. It was for a party game where you had to eat soggy sandwiches. Wow. Which my mum invented this party game. She really fun <laughs> for for all the kids to eat a soggy sandwich, <laughs> which was um, well, you can you can imagine what it is. It's a sandwich. She made a bunch of sandwiches, ran them under the tap, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then fed them to us. And most of them would, you know, apricot jam, strawberry jam. And you eat it and go, oh, it's soggy. And then everybody laughs. And then she thought, the, the, I, th- I think it must have been the same thing. The kind of the cherry on the cake of this great game was that one of them was going to be Marmite. And she tricked me into thinking it was chocolate spread. And that was my 10th birthday. <laughs> oh. Have you ever had a soggy sandwich? I can't uh, believe what I'm hearing. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a soggy sandwich. Not on purpose anyway. I I seem to remember quite liking them and eating them a bit, and I can't remember whether oh. that's because of this game, except you'd think not because of the Marmite thing, or whether maybe it was something I'd got into before this game, so then my mum thought, oh, we should all do soggy sandwiches for his birthday because he likes them. But were you were you wetting them? them? Uh, yes, I I would make a uh, an apricot jam sandwich, so bread, bread, butter, apricot jam, another slice of bread, run it under the tap, I can't tell if you're being serious right now. Are you really? Yeah. Um, I think it was, uh, yeah, I must have been around eight or nine, and it was a, 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 a bit of a phase that I went through because it turns it into a sort of a cakey paste. And I, I liked that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just it's what your mouth does to the sandwich anyway. How so wet is your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the process, of, process of eating stuff is, you know, moistening it into a swallowable paste anyway. So it was like cutting out the... Cutting out the middleman. <laughs> <laughs> the same job that I guess like a feeding tube or something. <laughs> <else>. <laughs> so, yeah, it was really, it was sort of about for you going back into the womb and consuming yeah. stuff via yeah, the fallopian so. tube. Pre, pre-pulped. <laughs> Pre-chewed food and just getting it in like that. They used to really like it, but I think I think it's better if you did that first and then your mum came up with the game from that rather than. It must have been that way around because I can't imagine that I would have come away from that marmite 
sandwich and gone, I want to keep having soggy sandwiches. I think that must have been probably what killed the soggy sandwiches. Maybe that is her plan was that might, yeah. She might Jaws is really into soggy sandwiches. <laughs> we need to stop this. <laughs> We're going to scare him off with Marmite so he'll never be able to eat a soggy sandwich again. <laughs> I can't remember how I discovered it then. I don't know who... I don't know what would have led me to it. Maybe you were like outside eating a sandwich in the rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and something about the... I only ever... I think I only ever did it with jam. I don't think mm. I ever tried to do it with like cheese or... I th- I because think it was like jam is already soggy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it kind of... Yeah, it benefits the whole the whole package. Yeah. Well, no, I have one. So what I we could try it. Yeah. Well, what we could do is if we ban Marmite, then maybe that could bring back... Soggy sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. Pop them on the. I don't know whether it would come as like a. It would probably come with a kit. So it would be like a sandwich yeah. in a pack, in a cardboard packet like they are, but with a bottle of water attached. <laughs> <laughs> like those things where you get carrots and dip in one plastic. Oh my God. Thing. <laughs> yeah. You could either pour it. Oh, yeah. It could be like a fruit corner. So you can either yeah, dip yeah, and yeah. pour or you can dip your sandwich into yeah. the water. You can choose your own way to do it. Harry can have a little bit of water on the end of his spoon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, perfect. Um, That is a great answer. Yeah, Marmite, I'm getting rid of it. We've come across the middle aisle. All right. (laughs) Right. So what we're going to do in the middle aisle is have a lucky dip for a question. So you need to pick a number one to three and you'll get the corresponding question. Nice. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for three. That's exactly what I wanted you to pick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Number three, the question is, would you rather have bags for life for hands for life or (laughs) you have to bring a trolley with you everywhere? Ooh. Okay. Bags for life for hands. And I would say the trolley is attached to you around the waist by a fallopian tube. Okay. And if I cut it or rip it, I'll die. Kind of yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So presumably with the bags for life, you, I lose all my dexterity, right? Because I've got no fingers. Yeah. You've got no fingers. So you've just got bags for life. That automatically feels to me like the worst choice, but I want to think it through properly because it would basically mean I can't do anything with my hands ever again. <laughs> But I can fill them with stuff, which is yeah. sort of useful, except I can't put anything in them because I don't have hands. So it means I can go around and go, hey, can Scooping you please things. put some stuff into my hands? <laughs> into my bags. Because I, because I can't. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm very reliant on other people doing everything for me. And yeah. also I could be exploited because of that. People might start yeah. using me as their bag and being yeah. like, bring Jaws, he's got bags for hands. So... <laughs> But also, it could mean that you could have the catchphrase, fill my bags. Yeah. Is that a pro? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, good point. That's another That's another point against. Because <laughs> um, also, I, I don't think the pro of I've got bags for hands so I can always carry stuff is necessarily... I, I think that's also true if I've got a trolley with me all the time. Then I've always got a trolley that I can put stuff in. So that it's yeah. having... The pro of the bags isn't missing from the trolley option. Also, would it hurt? Because mm. if I carry lots of things in my hands, my hands hurt. <laughs> so if I fill the bags for life, then I'm, my hands might be in agony all the time. I feel like it's 
I imagine it as a sort of like any other muscle or body part. Mm. If you train them, if you're <laughs> carrying things every day, then you, right. you get used to it. So the more I carry in the bags, yeah. the more I can carry in the bags. Yeah, if you're not using them and then you fill them up with uh, loads of baked beans, you'll be yeah. like, oh, bloody hell. Yeah, yeah. But, if- but every time you use the trolley... It's deathly pain. <laughs> ah, okay. That wasn't yeah, made clear. If you think about the trolley, <laughs> how are you going to get anywhere? Yeah. So, so I've got this trolley. You can't get in a car. You can't go on the tube. I can. You could maybe go on the tube. I get on the tube at, at quiet times, like outside yeah. peak hours. <laughs> yeah, you can't go anywhere only. in rush hour. <laughs> I can walk. I can use lifts. Um, yeah. But I'm going to have to be the only person in the lift. Probably. You're going to have to adapt all your clothes for a fallopian tube. Yes, I'd need to cut like a slit yeah. uh, from my belly button downwards. Not a hole because I won't be able to fit the entire yeah. trolley through the hole. So it would have to be a slit. Yeah. And then maybe yeah. like a button so you could sit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Button would be nice. Quite nice, actually. Um, Quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I guess stairs are going to be tricky. It's... I mean, what it sounds like to me is it sounds pretty similar to if you were in a wheelchair, you know? Like Yeah, I guess you're going to get in. It's going to be it's going to be worse. It's going to be more inconvenient because a trolley is bigger than a wheelchair, but I think logistically it all the problems it creates are similar problems to those created by being in a wheelchair. Yeah. So I think if I can imagine being in a wheelchair, I can imagine having a trolley attached to me by yeah fallopian tube the thing is Wait, though you can never fallopian tube? tube i thought that's on the inside it's yeah, coming out just... today right. <laughs> <laughs> is that your problem with this that it's not realistic enough in yeah, terms of how the body works. <laughs> need this to be medically sound um is the thing about it being deathly pain to use the trolley true are we are we running with that no i think no. it's fine <laughs> okay i was just i was um I was throwing my toys yeah. out the trolley because you right. found a good floor. In this question that we came up with in maybe I would say two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's gotta be the trolley because I think you've you've still got the advantage of I've got this thing with me all the time that I can yeah. carry my stuff. Uh, I've still got my hands so I can still do stuff. Uh, it's inconvenient, but I think it's it's an inconvenience that I can learn to navigate. I'm satisfied with that answer. And I think anyone yeah. who picked Bags for Life for hands would be sick in the head. Well, welcome to the next segment. It's called Ghosts of Baskets, Paskets. Nice. Um, we've got a lot of nostalgia already um, yeah. and we know a lot about your shopping habits of the moment, um, but we want to know more about your shopping habits of yesteryear. Okay. Um, so what is your Ghosts of Baskets, Paskets that's haunting us today? I used to very often get, this was before, I because I only really learned to do weekly shops and actual kind of meal plans and shopping plans last year, really. And mm. it used to be much more, I'd get enough for a couple of days and then I'd go back a couple of days later. You know, I didn't really do big shops. But yeah. while at uni, there was a, uh, there was a news agent around the corner and I would very often go there to get a, um, a packet of Monster Munch and a tin of Spaghetti Hoops. And I would just get those two <laughs> and then go home, eat the Monster Munch, have the Spaghetti Hoops on toast, and that would be my lunch. And I would do it most days. And then you know how you you sort of eventually get trapped in your choices? Mm. Like you don't want to change what you get because you know you like it, but you're also aware of how tragic you have 
as a person. And I, I got to that point where whenever, if it was the same woman that was there, I, I had a crisis of comment. Like I've been doing it so much. I think maybe she commented on it once. Mm. Oh no. Maybe, maybe I just got spaghetti hoops. And she said, like, no Monster Munch, or the other way around. I just yeah, yeah, Munch. Yeah. She said, no spaghetti hoops. And then I became very aware of my sad little life. And I felt from then on, like, I ha- I couldn't do it anymore, but I still wanted to. So I would go in there, and then if it was her on, I had to leave and go to a different shop, like, walk further away and get spaghetti hoops and <sighs> somewhere oh my else. Gosh. <laughs> and then if she wasn't on, then I'd be like, great, I can, I can just get stuff from here. Uh, so that used to be a real kind of crutch, I think. And that lasted probably about probably about a year. Then, you know what? I feel like gone. from her perspective, it could have been like maybe in my head, I'm thinking of this as like the start of a rom-com. Yeah. And she was place. like, yeah, no. What, what was it? No Monster Munch. For example, no, no Monster, Monster Munch today. Monster, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe thinking, oh, this is the way to start a conversation finally. Yeah. And it scared you off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was quite old, so I don't know. <laughs> she was like sort of mid to late fifties. So I'm not saying it couldn't have been a romance. It just, um, it would have been, would have been a bold gambit, I think. Because how old are you about, at the time? Did you say? Would have been eighteen. So it would have been <laughs> yeah, quite in your quite prime. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it might have been. I might have missed out on a really happy life there. But I had to, um, I had to phase those out. But I do yeah. that a lot. I kind of get. Um, I, I get trapped in a certain choice and then I can only stop that choice when I become very aware of how sad it is. I had one a couple of years ago where I, I, I was going through, it was, I was not doing very much at the time and I wasn't really going out very much and I was just sort of not working too much and it was all a bit grim. And then my housemate said, um, are you not going to go and buy a packet of sports mix? And then I cried for about an hour. Oh, really sad that my life had become so uh, so contained but i think then you've got to be you've got to be forced out of your choices every now and again that's what it yeah. takes maybe when was the last time you had a spaghetti hoop i <laughs> i sometimes get a tin of spaghetti hoops with sausages no mm. that doesn't exist that's not a thing baked beans it's, be- it's beans and sausages. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so hoops i don't know if i've had hoops for about maybe three or four years now wow those um especially when you're like at a low point in your life so i was really really depressed at the end of 2019 right. um which was a bad time because things only got yeah. worse in 2020 <laughs> that was a bad time to pick um and i was going to like lots of therapy and having loads of like mad stuff happen in my life um and after all of them i would try and cheer myself up with a hot chocolate right but That's then nice. you kind of, it was, Comfort it drink. was nice. It was comforting. Um, but also it had an element of tragicness because I would be like gone to a therapy session and then have, you know, be like completely worn out with crying. And I would try and try new chain hot chocolates. And there's one chain that is around the Holborn area. I can't remember what it's called. They had like some mad Christmas, like peppermint orange something like that hot chocolate no it was a black forest gatto hot chocolate oh nice and it had like whipped cream coming out the top and all that sort of thing um and i was just sitting there like still my face like red with tears with this like whipped cream hot chocolate (laughs) just like eating the cream with a spoon and i was like 
I don't know if this is comforting anymore. It's a bit tragic. But now it means that I kind of, for a while, I sacrificed hot chocolate because when I would drink it, I'd be like, I now feel like I've, I'd Pavlov'd dogged myself. Right. Yeah. Um, into being depressed just by the taste of a hot chocolate have you now do you feel like you've reclaimed it now i have reclaimed it now um it's now my post gig treat sometimes when i get home i'll like Mm. whack a hot chocolate in the oven no when it's gone when it's gone well or when it's gone badly bit of both which interestingly um i saw a tiktok um terrible way to start any sentence but it was a tiktok where Someone was reacting to like a therapist, I think a TikTok therapist, another terrible (laughs) phrase, um, where they said, if your way of celebrating something is the same way, is the same thing that you use when to cope with something, then that's not good. Um, And that really made me, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's where it falls apart is if you interrogate it slightly. (laughs) This segment is... And it's the working title is called Unexpected Item in the Emotional Baggage Area. Oh, that's good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, if you have any punch-ups, please suggest them. (laughs) So that's very much the name came first segment. Uh, Earliest memory in a supermarket. My earliest supermarket memory is of... um, I remember walking through a meat aisle with my mum uh, and I was looking at packets of mints and I said to my mum, how come before, I basically, I wanted to understand how cooking works because I didn't really yeah. understand like the science of cooking. So I said, how come before you cook mints, it looks like um, little pink worms yeah. Mm-hmm. And my mum looked at me and looked very sad. She had a really sad expression on her. And I was like, this is weird. I've not even finished my question. <laughs> uh, but I went, babe, stay with me. Uh, before you cook it, it looks like little pink worms. And after you cook it, it looks like crunched up dirt. Or <laughs> how, <laughs> how does that happen? Um, now, fucking idiot. Now I think about it. <laughs> like, that's just heat. That's just how things get. Anyway. Um, and then she said, well, before it looks like pink worms, it looks like a little lamb running around a field, <gasps> doesn't it? And I went, what are you talking about? And she said, well, it's, uh, I don't know why she chose this point of view. <laughs> she, said, um, she said, it's a bit of a sad question because, you know, before, before it, it only looks like that because it's not a little lamb anymore. And I went, yeah, I know, but why does it, why does it end up looking like dirt? And then she said, well, it's just cooking or something. I (laughs) I remember, I don't know why that had so much significance. Because I already knew, it wasn't like I didn't know what meat was. Oh, right, okay. I just, I remember being being annoyed that death had been introduced into... Yeah, it's like she's trying to really hammer it home. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like she's trying to make it into a different anecdote. Like the anecdote where it was was a lesson where you learn about meat and the ethics of meat and she was she wasn't vegetarian she just like she didn't love eating meat i think as a family we ate it a bit but she also tried to do veggie stuff every now and again so i guess she was trying to make me aware of well mm-hmm. we shouldn't be too reliant on it and da, 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 da. all good good lessons but i remember i had a very simple kind of analytical point i wanted to clarify about how does cooking and heat work and instead i had to start thinking about morals and yeah life and it was a lot it was a lot to take in 
maybe she didn't know the answer if she's running sandwiches under the tap yeah. uh maybe she didn't know how meat became mince no how yeah. mince became dirt <laughs> well there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of just weird food decisions made in general in our oh the reason i think the soggy sandwich thing might have come about was because we froze our sandwiches for lunch uh... we made them in, in bulk uh, once every couple of months, we would we would make like enough sandwiches for the term, and then put them in the freezer. And then each morning, you would take your frozen sandwich out of the freezer, and then take it to lunch. So I wonder whether that meant the sandwiches I ate day to day had a sogginess to. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Developed. Yeah. So yeah, there was there was a lot of kind of weird. That sounds more stuff. more realistic than standing in the rain. <laughs> yeah, I can now see. <laughs> the, yeah, the progression. Uh, but oh. I think that's my earliest. I mean, I'm sure. I don't think it was the first time I'd been in a supermarket, but it's the first time I remember. A, yeah, because it's the, the memories that stick. Yeah. You know. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that's I would great. say if you're asking a question that perceptive, you're probably a bit older than. Yeah, I can't have been like one. <laughs> Those were your first words. And <laughs> um, that brings us to the end, but. The twist is we're going to see how you did. Um, we're going to write your basket oh based on how much we want to steal it. Um, I didn't know this was going to happen. We're going to, um, it's out of 10, but yeah, the system is right. how much would we want to steal it. Um, Harry? I feel like this is, you know, you discussed it at the beginning. You're a man of order. I feel mm. like you're quite, quite healthy, but not too healthy, Sean. Yeah. Which is what I like. To me, this is just a solid 7.5 if I've ever seen one. Yeah, I think that sounds fair. Yeah, I think... I go for. I think I... Um, like, if it was just the list of the items, for me, it would maybe be like like a 6.57. But right. I feel like your conviction, especially around like Marmite and stuff... Yeah. I feel like I... I came with you on the opinion, oh, so I'm oh, going to give it oh, an eight. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, wow, an eight. Yeah, a Good big old eight. eight. Wow, um, thank you for the lovely scores, you guys. Oh, no, thank you for coming on. Um, Pleasure. Pleasure. Do you have anything you want to plug? I guess <laughs> just um, I'm on the internet on Twitter and stuff. I'm, if people look for Jos Norris or they can go to josnorris.co.uk, I'm working on a new show and a radio thing that's out next year. So if they go on my website then there'll be information about both of those Perfect. at some point in the next year so that's assuming this comes out within yeah, a year yeah I, I reckon we can guarantee that great great cool <laughs> that should still be still apply then 